0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo gig news and interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on.
1: Thank you, Chairman Kiley and Ranking Member Adams for the opportunity to address the committee today. I'm a 50-year-old freelance writer and editor from New Jersey. After 10 years as a staff editor for newspapers and magazines, I decided to freelance. I've been successful and happy in this career for 20 years. Being an independent contractor is my chosen way of working, as it is for tens of millions of Americans. A few years ago, I couldn't have even told you who all my elected officials were, but then in 2019, California passed Assembly Bill 5. That law snowballed into a shocking series of events that include me testifying here today. California's law used language called the ABC test to strictly redefine who can and cannot earn income as an independent contractor. This ABC test is quite frankly, impossible for many legitimate independent contractors to pass. Freelancers in California immediately began losing their income and their careers. And yet, almost overnight, my own state of New Jersey tried to fast track a copycat of the California bill. So, several of us freelance writers created Fight for Freelancers to protect our careers. We blanketed the media with op-eds and interviews, and in a matter of weeks, our group swelled to thousands of members from many professions. We then packed our state house to standing room only capacity, and we testified for more than four hours until lawmakers understood that our careers as legitimate independent contractors need protection. Thankfully, the New Jersey bill died. But then, members of Congress ignored the chaos on the West Coast and the outcry on the East Coast and began work to advance this same ABC test nationwide with the Protecting the Right to Organize Act. At that point, every independent contractor in America, tens of millions of us, had our livelihoods in the crosshairs. It's been more than three years now since California's law went into effect, and the lesson could not be clearer. Attempts to restrict the choice of self-employment do not create lots of new jobs. When you rewrite the rules to misclassify legitimate independent contractors, you destroy our income and careers. I'm here today to ask for your help in stopping these attacks on Americans like me. We are grateful that a few Senate Democrats joined with Republicans in the last term and refused to pass the PRO Act. But we remain deeply concerned that the same ABC test language remains in that bill now. We're also disturbed by recent actions at the U.S. Labor Department, which is rewriting its independent contractor standard in a way that will misclassify legitimate independent contractors. The current nominee to lead that department, Julie Sue, supported and enforced the California law. It's remarkable to me that such a freelance-busting ideologue would even be considered for the nation's top workforce protection job. In the face of all these threats to our livelihoods, our grassroots, nonpartisan, fight for freelancers coalition only keeps growing. We're now a national force. Our recent amicus briefs, including one that we wrote for the US Supreme Court, were co-signed on behalf of hundreds of thousands of Americans. And make no mistake about who we are. Our members have voted for everybody from Bernie Sanders to Donald Trump. All of our co-founders and about 80% of our members are women. Our members include senior citizens, Generation Z, people of color, people with disabilities, union supporters, and just about every other demographic you can imagine. All of us are united on this issue. American citizens have had the right to hang out a shingle and go into business for ourselves since the day this nation was founded. It's a right that a third of the workforce, including me, exercises every day. Please fight for freelancers and protect our right to choose self-employment. I see that I have 30 seconds left. I'd like to speak directly to you, Ranking Member Adams. You said something that was correct in your opening statement. You said misclassification harms our economy. I agree with you, ma'am, and I hope we can have a conversation today about just how much harm it's going to do our our economy if you misclassify tens of millions of Americans like me. Thank you. Woo!
0: Damn! You guys, if you don't think Kim Kavanaugh has a way of dealing with people, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I want to mention this because we all know what's going on a little bit. Um, this could have been today, right? That, that subcommittee workforce hearing could have been today, right? With all that's going on. That's from eight months ago. What's going on now is way heavier. I had a long talk with Mike Harubi today. Mike and I are doing a piece on Monday, the 22nd. So a week from this Monday. Um, do not miss that. New Jobs America, I have an announcement to make as well. Um, but yeah, it's he is writing legislation to fight for us, including us app-based gig workers too, but all independent contractors. Now, before we get into any last mile stuff, um, welcome to the last mile. A weekly look at gig apps other than the giants. Uh, we can talk about anything here. It does not have to be last mile delivery. It could be even catering gigs and things like that I just like I've said in the past no DoorDash no Uber no Lyft no Grubhub no Instacart we're not talking about those here we're and especially now now you guys are probably even seeing through it a little more it's important we don't we don't need to talk about those those are going to have enough problems this year if you look right above me and this is very important right now and the timing is too you guys might not recognize that logo if you don't that is what David and I built, um, along with a couple other people too. Michelle Sleet was involved, um, and a couple others helping us support it. That is the driver right um, movement, and yes, it's a movement because we have over seventy thousand signatures. And I'm gonna walk you through it today, you guys, because I also want to make this into a shorter video that people see. Because a couple people, it's very easy, but ask me how this writes to your congressman for you. So this is not understand this is not a and no dis on it i've had these people on the podcast don't see eye to eye with them but i can always have the conversation this is not a gig worker collective this is not a union push this is everything opposite that if you guys don't haven't already signed your name up for that i really would like to see you guys do it all you got to do is put your name and email in and, it, and I'm going to walk you through. I'm going to share my screen here. I'm going to show you. It takes two minutes, and it writes your congressman for you. And if you don't want to change it, we have a basic insert that goes in. Now, we've remodeled it a little bit. The domain is this. It's not drivers. It's driver singular, rights.org. And now is the time that we should really, if you guys haven't added your name, okay, Please go there and add your name. As long, go there, take a look. Um, We're going to go through them right here too before I walk you guys through the site um, about the basic principles that we believe, so you guys can see if you're even interested. Um, But the bottom line is, is we need to get the signatures on this as quick as possible. And luckily, we've been doing it for over a year now, so we have over seventy thousand here in the United States um some states we have some tremendous numbers but we want everybody that's willing to get that agrees with this stuff and wants to get your name on because mike and i are going to be turning in his new jobs america um uh people who are saying they want to remain independent contractors and we're going to add the driver's rights movement because seventy thousand is no little number that was a big task we took on i'm very proud of ourselves so Let me bring up, here's, I'm going to show you guys some screenshots real quick, okay? So, and then I'll take us to the website website, and in one minute, I'll show you how quickly you can sign up. But if you believe this that I'm about to show you, you should be a part of this movement. So, rideshare and delivery companies want the benefits of using independent contractors without honoring the obligations. Now, these are the IRS standard obligations for independent contractorship that can be applied and have to be applied to the gig app-based economy. Are these three? Absolutely, they have to be. Um, they they hide information that helps you decide whether or not to take a trip. Hence, and even if they've got upfront pricing now and they've lowered any kind of manipulation they're doing, they, they at least have to show you everything upfront before you accept or decline it. Um, they stop stop you from using the tools you want to run your business better and safer. As an independent contractor, the hiring entity has no right to tell you what tools you can or even should use. They are only to contract you out for the job. It is your job from there. And I would even apply that to like navigation apps. Let's say you do ride share. That's up to you, which navigation you use. You know what I mean? I mean like they, they cannot keep getting into this, uh, You know, but like even apps like Para, um, Gary Middleton's apps, um, Maestro, other any apps, I mean, grid wise, you, you guys know that by using these, we're breaking the terms of service that they have out there. However, would they come after anybody for this stuff? Hell no. And would they now triple hell no? Because there are the big, the giants are already on the line for a lot of money and a lot of lawsuits. And we saw what Biden did. And obviously, that's why this is coming up today. Um, last, uh, they deactivate with no f- uh, feedback or due process. Your voice is not heard. Yes, you have the right to be heard, um, and you have the right to know why you were deactivated. And there needs to be some sort of process that is well known throughout these gig apps. That is how that's handled. The four basic principles at the the if you believe in these you need to sign the website that we'll go to. And I'll show you what, by signing these, I'll show you the seven things that we're majorly pushing for if you believe this. So the four basic principles to a better gig economy. I'm in charge of my work, meaning acceptance rate has no bearing on me. Psychological, the companies can't use it to decide where I fall. I have a say in the system. So I get I should be involved in any legislation involving my space of work, just like anybody else would. My time is valuable, um, and I own my data. So I own my data is a big thing because right now, um, there's actually a couple states that I was talking with Mike Harubi today, like I told you, and there's a couple states that we're going to look into Because these companies, just by the TOS checkbox, sell your data off every day. You know that. Mike and I are going to look into what right you have to... Now, the fight of paying you, the user, for the data that they sell because you agreed to the TOS, you clicked, yes, I agree, and they sell your data off. And in there, it says they can sell your data off. That makes it a tough claim to say that they owe you actual physical dollar money, but why couldn't it be a trade for portable benefits? And if you guys are like, well, that's not the, I want money. You guys, portable benefits are going to become the future with all this stuff because that's healthcare. That's, that's paying. It's somewhat paying into an unemployment system, even though we're not employees. Like I've always said, we need to hybrid this thing. Um, but no matter what it is, it wouldn't be your money it would just be like if uber's selling your data you know they keep a percentage and a certain percentage goes towards reportable benefits that might be a solution now if you believed in all those this is what we are pushing with all of the 70,000 plus that have signed this is what we're pushing in the in the letters that will be that will be written on your behalf which you can tweak out to if you want you can add things you can rewrite the whole thing but it does generate a letter to your Person just by you putting in, I think your zip code. So, um, so right to transparency. Platforms must provide all informations you need to determine whether or not to accept an opportunity. Compensation, full pay, time, location, travel distance required to complete a job, health and safety issues related to the job. Right to choose how to work. You should have the freedom to choose and use the tools you want to run your business. You should have the freedom to reject or accept work uh, opportunities without penalty. No AR, right to opportunity. You should have the freedom to work for multiple platforms and choose where your time is best spent. If those are those of you wondering, like, man, you kind of seem it seems like you're asking for a lot. This is I'm just going through what an independent contractor is due, and this is what we are asking for in this in the drivers driverrights.org, which I'm gonna walk you guys through very quickly or in just one second. Um, Right to a safe work environment. You should feel safe and be safe at work. Um, You should have the freedom to choose and use tools that make driving and working safer. Uh, Right to data and data privacy. You should be able to easily access your work profile and earnings history. Uh, You should know and control who has access to your data. So, and that's what we're talking about here, what I was talking about with Mike and be able to revoke access easily. We want to add in there maybe that if you would like to, that you have a right to see who that data is being sold to. And if you're fine with it because it's anonymous use, take the money and portable benefits. Got to start optimizing things. Right to due process. Um, This is big, you know, know, right to due process for free um from unfair deactivations and that would even go as far as to say like let's say that somebody was deactivated for a reason they knew it and they said oh it was unfair oh, i'm going to go do this because i want to get back on and i want it to be free it would be a case scenario where if somehow you were proven that you were deactivated you did something very bad you would have to pay this too so understand that that's with anything if you go for right to due process yes it's free for unfair de- deactivations to find out what that deactivation was. At that time, it's up to you if you want to pursue it for free and appeal it, or do you want to uh, or are you like, wait, I remember that day, I remember that case. I don't think it's as big of a deal as they say, but they I think I know what they're talking about. Right to a voice. You should have an opportunity to be part of the conversation when legislation and workplace procedures that affect gig workers are established or changed. What's up everybody if you agree with all that then you need to this is how simple it is i'm gonna do it real quick here okay then you go here this is the driver rights dot uh, org remember driver not drivers driver rights dot org um and you come down here and it says you know same things we just went through you know do you And there's video in here and i'm in the about us i'm on the team if you believe these four principles we have testimonials down here that run forever so what one thing you can do is you can come down here you can sign the petition and do the po- testimonial or anywhere throughout that it says get involved this is what i wanted to show you if you click this get involved it immediately takes you right here. Now, this is how easy it is. You don't have to put in your phone number. There's no asterisk. You can see that. Name, email, and zip code. That is neat. The zip code is needed so they can uh, determine who is your representative. So name, that's just first and last. Email, you can use a secondary email account. Doesn't matter, obviously, but just make sure you use one that's active. Don't like go A at xyz.com. that just won't do any good. They need to be able to be verified because these will be turned into the states to appeal uh, legislation and fight. Like in Colorado, we have almost like 5,000 for California people. We have about 13,000 or 12,000 out of the 70. That's the biggest state. So imagine that we have 12,000 people who have signed up that we're able to present as one. It's not one person walking in and saying, Hey, Hey, you know, like, I, I want to talk to my um, representative because you guys are hearing from too many people who want to be W-2 people. I don't represent that, blah, blah. We've told you to do that. But now we're at a point where we're going to be able to submit 5,000. I'll take the damn envelope down myself and I'll, and I'll submit it. But you put a name, email, zip in, and you can do these. You know, what are you willing to do? Join the Facebook group. That's the this, the driver's rights Facebook group. Um, tell a friend, uh, volunteer to lead an event. Other, you, These aren't what I'm concerned with now that we're hitting D-Day with all these um, new uh, Biden administration changes um, with an unconfirmed Julie Sue. But you can either hit send from here, which does these. But it, once you've filled out these three f- things, you can also just go down to here and hit send a letter to representative. I'm actually working on removing this one so just scroll to the bottom after you fill in your name, this, 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 click this. It'll take you to a page that says your, it'll, it, it'll bring, cause it asks your zip code here. So it'll bring up your zip code and it'll say your Congressman is this, your, anybody who matters, it will have one to three different names and it will email them directly just by, by going down here, clicking this after you put in the information and then simply, you know, it'll say in that zip code, There are three people that should be emailed or whatever, or at least email your, your governor, your represent, you know. So, I mean, there might be more people that are representatives that need to be emailed so that all of them get sent out on the next page for free. Everything's done. Um, And uh, yeah, and then, and the names that we're using are anonymous. The emails are only to be verified if they were to do that. They never do but this has gone beyond just a change.org movement. We actually are, you'll see on the next page, it is a real server that takes these, um, and it's it's a big deal. And it's a big deal that everybody gets on it now. So that said, sorry that the first 20 minutes was that, but there is a, say, no, 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 hold on. Let me put this in here. Oh. <sighs> Okay, guys, that that's it right there. So uh, Ivanoska, if you want to try that and see if that works, um, oh, I can't, oh, I can't do it on there. <clears throat> Let me see if I can pin it over here. But it's a big deal, you guys. We need to, we need to get all you guys on there, especially you guys, because again, we have seventeen thousand people in this country alone and um i mean all of you guys who who listen and participate in these all the time you should absolutely be on board uh what's up jason jason Thierry from uh gig economy podcast yeah you just uh here i'm gonna i just didn't want to put in let me let me not be sharing my screen because maybe you're doing something a little wrong because we've tested i mean i've been testing it in like multiple markets again too because we just did some changes let me just make sure i'm not sharing okay Um. one second guys uh Sure it does. It took me right to it. It says Action Network at the top. As soon as you put in your name, your email, and your zip code, and you scroll to the bottom click that, um, it says how you go. You move to actionnetwork.org, and from there you are moved to the um, to the the driver rights. You'll see the driver rights thing right there. It says uh, name, first last, email. Um, and street address, city zip. But this is now done through a completely locked network. And this is Action Network, which is used for things like this to write your congressman. So you do have to put all this in to get the right people. But then you can say start writing or it should do a prefill. There are some zip codes that we were told the prefill doesn't work because it didn't integrate with their system directly. Um, depends on, I think, the city or the municipality. Yeah, of course it worked that time, Jason. God damn it. Let me, I'm going to say hi to everybody here because I know that we started this off a little bit, you guys, but it is super important. Like, I really hope you guys understand this. It really is super important. Um, you know, it's it's easy to do nothing, but it's so easy to do. It's, easy, it's as easy to do this as to do nothing. That's how we made it for you. Yes, we've always said email your congressman. And we've said you can just Google your zip code and say, who's my congressman? And this is it. And then you might be like, yeah, I gotta click this. We've just made this so easy. Just go there and just do it. Um, you know, Jason, I mean, whatever you feel like, I would do something along the lines of what the news is right now and relate it to gig, like say, I would like to remain an independent contractor in the on on gig apps. They need to see more of that kind of context. They see too much of one side. We learned this this summer at the at the town hall that we did here, because we had Stephanie Hill who was writing that legislation, but we also had uh, Congressman uh, Kevin Priola, who was the elected Republican, or was it no the elected Republican in Brighton County, Denver, for or Congressman who then became Democrat like two weeks after he was elected. It's the craziest thing. We invited him. We did not think he would show. He did show. So we got to speak with him too. To be honest, very interesting there because he was of the opinion. He said, well, you know, I get, you know, 15 letters a week from gig workers who say we need to be employees. And so having the opportunity, obviously the question was, well, how many do you get from people who say they don't want to be employees and he said none and i and i mean i shouldn't have to remind a congressman of this but we both learned from this me too because i said i said you know i would imagine you only get lighter letters from people who are pissed off like you never get somebody like me writing you and going bang up job keep it up (laughs) i'm just i'm not trying to be mean but politicians don't have fans i mean well some might but you see what i'm saying like nobody's out cheerleading for you in the in your comments the only people who are writing your your cabinet or your secretaries or you know whoever you have working with you are the people who are mad and so what he had done was thought well the, all these people writing in are the mad people and he was like and we're got nothing from the other side and i was like let me put something in perspective for you though because he wasn't even aware of the numbers he didn't know that how many people worked in the gig econ- at gig economy and I said, if you're getting that many, I said, you actually have your numbers flipped because that number to me mixes more with what we, we all know, which is 5% of gig workers want to be gig app-based, app, uh, app, ba- app platform-based gig workers want to be independent contractors. 95% do. Um, they do not want to be employees. He was of the opinion 95% um, if you, if you, he was of the opinion, 95% wanted to be employees and only 5% didn't. He was shocked when I said that. And actually we've had communication since. So, cause I know he looked into it. I'm sure he doubted it a little bit. Sergio was there too. Sergio cornered him. Kim talked to him. Zach talked to him. We all like had our few minutes with him. But the thing is, is, um, uh, you know, they, they don't know. I mean, think about it this way, you know, like congressmen and stuff, they don't do. I mean, they have to vote on everything. So like, let's New Jersey. New Jersey has some nuclear locations, right? How is a congressman supposed to understand everything about nuclear physics to make a good decision? And when those votes come up, does he even understand the language of the vote? I mean, it takes so many people. It takes experts in the field relaying to his team who then relay it to him almost like bullet points. Almost all, all of us know bullet points, and we need to take this bullet point and expand on it. It's almost like the only thing that they can handle is the bullet points other than like maybe the top three to five things that their platform runs on. Like if they, you know, Priola's a, a big guy against, um, you know, he's doing, he's he's big on homeless, well okay so he you know maybe on that he knows it inside and out but and maybe a few others of his major pushes but to be honest they really usually are just briefed by their staff as they go into these votes and if if they're like yeah this is the gig worker bill blah 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 and they're like well wait what which way do my constituents want they actually get that kind of feedback from the staff well the only emails we've received are one saying that they need to be employees this could be somebody walking into a vote um, on a house session or on a, on a Senate session who just got briefed on 15 things they're voting on three of them matter huge to him. And the other ones, he wants to make sure he votes with its constituents, but he actually isn't because he doesn't hear from all of them. And I don't think that'll happen, but this, why I point that out is because this right here can be handed in as a state by state packet. Cause we have so many names on it. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I see. I think what happened, you guys, was that um, uh, you were typing in probably drivers dot org. And that's why I kept saying it's driver singular rights dot org. Because I was the other one wasn't even taken. I was of the opinion we should have bought the other one. I, mean, I don't know if it is now or what. Now, you know, if not, I'll probably go grab it and just point it to it. But we've got it down, and we're pretty branded throughout Google. And you're gonna be seeing a lot more of it now too, because when Mike and I do our thing, and you guys get an announcement from me, um, we're gonna be combining this movements totals with his movements totals on New Jobs America. Um, we had an amazing talk today. Um, he was telling me about, you know, I don't want to rain on you guys too much, but I will say this. Um, some Many of you in here know Mike uh, Harubi. He's a straight shooter. He's an amazing guy. He's very smart. He writes federal legislation. Um, he said, pre- the one thing I didn't like about today's conversation, he said, prepare for an extremely tough economic year. This one. He said, it doesn't even matter what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And, if, you know, he's like, if you hustle, he gets it all. He's like, if you hustle, yeah, sure, you'll do better. But he's like, this year, he's like, and it and he even put it in, it could be a good, an eye opener in a good way, in a way that a lot of us need, because he was like, make sure that, you know, he goes, this might actually like teach people some economic responsibility that they have to stay home sometimes, not go out so much. <laughs> so he's, he's saying that, prepare because the you know what we call political mudslinging season which starts officially like january it starts like, it used to be january of a, of a of a voting year which is this year but then they did it they started doing it as january 20th because they wanted it after martin luther king's birthday or something really sure Or martin luther king did they want they didn't want it anywhere associated with that i don't know why Um, so yeah, so some, I mean, it's now, but really January 20th is when you'll start seeing ads. And again, we all know this, but it's going to be worse than ever this year is what Mike was telling me that you're not going to see anything at all come out of, uh, positive come out of either side. We always know that they're always slinging on the other side and that they always try and plug some stuff. He was saying, we're pretty much not going to see any positive. It's just going to be bad about everybody. So, um, but i did get some encouraging news from him too and he was he i said i said mike are there that many cuz he he drives to he lives in massachusetts and he drives to dc all the time he writes federal legislation he works with all of the he works with all the big people or has and uh and so i was i said are there really that do we have anything good left in politicians and he's like yeah he's like there is He's like, you know, right now we're, he goes, there's a lot being redefined right now. And he's like, and we have way too extreme of a president just failing across the board. Um, so that we won't get into, but he was like, you know, and one thing that he's majorly failing on is this, and just to put it in perspective, you guys, this was done. The decision, Um, you can go find it on rideshare When you get to rideshare rodeo.com. Yes, the website is finished, takes you to the podcast page. Now, if you look at the top, the second one over is news, Click that; it'll take you to the old site, and um, you can find all. I had, I put up like eleven articles yesterday on what's going on with the Department of Labor, the DOL. Um, they are in the. They just started the second half of the one hundred and eighteenth Congress, and there's a thing that says so. There's a Vacancies Act that says when Secretary of Labor, under a president, leaves. They can appoint a temporary or an acting Secretary of Labor for 220 days. At that time, um, sh- that person either has to be confirmed or leave. Um, so in March, in mid March of 2023, Marty Walsh left the Department of Labor, the Secretary, uh, Department of Labor to become. Um, the union representative for the NHL. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, if I worked for the Biden administration, I would absolutely take a, game, a job with the NHL. Pays him 10 times as much. The stress is down. He gets to go to free hockey games. Sounds great. Um, but he appointed as acting, acting uh, labor secretary, Julie Sue. Now, if you heard the beginning of this video, you saw the Kim Cavin piece I played. Kim Cavan is a great friend of mine. You got most of you guys know her. She's been on the podcast several times. Um and Kim was just slamming it. I mean, she put it very point blank about what's going on. And um you know, it's things things are getting weird. You guys go look at those articles because she shouldn't be in there voting. So when Marty Walsh left She was appointed acting. Acting would have ended. The 220 days were supposed to end in the end of September. And if you guys remember, at the beginning of October, Kim Cavan, Karen Anderson, myself, and Mike Harubi, all four of us did a roundtable. And there will be a follow-up that we've told you as soon as the rule change happens. So that will happen either next week or the last week of this month because the third in two weeks is my Mike Harubi piece. So we got a lot of stuff coming up on this. Um, and also I'm looking at doing a thing once a month with Kim. Um, now that this ha- this has rolled out just once a month for 30 minutes, uh, where Kim would come on and give us an, a 10 minute update, uh, for that week and then open up like 20 minutes of questions. So you guys, that is going to be something that is going to be happening here. And, uh, if you know, Kim, you know how awesome she is, how smart she is and what a wordsmith she is um i see some priola comments going here <laughs> smack that thumbs up y'all uh what's up derek what's up even Oscar? what's up Gigan? how you guys doing um what's up chris um tony what's going on dude i was just thinking about you today glad to see you um yeah is there is this about the uh wait is this five? okay so this would have been was this about the kim gavin video She's pretty good. <laughs> I love Kim. Um, I listened to the whole ad. What ad? The Kim Cavin. That wasn't an ad. That was in this video, man. I put it in. Kim's my Kim's my bro. Kim's my wolf pack, man. Oh, and wait, wait, what? By the way, guys, what was happening is on Twitter. Twitter now comes through to Streamyard, and this is uh, Karen Anderson, who you guys all know, Karen. So, Karen, I'm I'm trying to see if you commented again because Twitter, by by the way, Twitter just started allowing Streamyard comments to come in. So, Karen, you're the first uh, Twitter Streamyard comment I've ever seen come in. Um Lorena Gonzalez says the DOL rule supersedes prop twenty. Oh. Oh, I follow you now. So prop twenty, so prop twenty-two can now unionize. Prop twenty two will be gone. Um, wow. Wow. If any of you followed what what Karen's saying, if I'm following it. Um no, I don't strike Jason. There's no reason. You can't you can't strike uh a plat you can't strike a digital platform. <laughs> um, Lorena Gonzalez says the DOL rule supersedes prop 22. So prop 22 will not be able to classify in- app-based gig workers mainly delivery which is the only ones who profit from it um anymore so you prop 20 i mean if, if what i'm seeing is correct from karen here um prop 22 will no longer be a thing we will see but karen is one of those you know not against nothing against the rest of y'all <laughs> but uh karen is one of the few people if she put something in here Especially related to California. If you guys saw the last thing I did with Karen, I even gave her the kudos of saying she knows more than every state official that voted on the damn law, AB five. And if those of you that don't know Karen, because that is a not her, her an avatar that might be recognizable to you guys, I like it. It's her Twitter one. Um, but if you aren't familiar with Karen, she really is. She's like one of the one of the most informed people on AB five and its devastating path. And she spoke at that same thing that um, we pulled up uh, Kim from at the beginning. Um, she also spoke at that uh, uh, committee for workforce. So. Um, I'm trying to get these, you guys. Just tried, getting, okay, so, okay. So then we think we got that. um and yeah karen if you just got in here too i don't know if you went and looked at the new site i think you knew about it from before uh the driver right site here i'll put it up here um but if you did not if you did not get a chance to check it out it has changed and yeah guys if if you were just seeing it from down here before and you were writing because i did this in the beginning it's driver singular that's why i put the capital r driver rights.org driver rights.org um <clears throat> but yeah so that's uh let me see if it's still in here in fact because i'll just pin it to the top yeah there it is okay so i just pinned it in the chat i think yeah i did um but check that out because that's that's something real real <laughs> i mean that's uh we're really we're really pushing this now um So there's a funny story um, the Tony was at the, the town hall when we, when we had Priola show up there, Senator, Senator Priola. And uh, when Lisa and Tony, I got to tell you guys this, Tony, I'm, I'm, I, I was trying to make sure I'm not going to like get in trouble or say something I shouldn't, but this is just funny to me. So um, Lisa, when she came in, Tony's Lisa, um, when she came in said, uh, oh, I used to, she knew this beforehand, obviously, but she's, when she saw him, she's like, oh, I used to babysit for him. Not for, maybe she should have, but not for Senator Priola, but for his kids. And I was like, well, shouldn't you go say hi? And, you know, because like, I guess the kids had grown or whatever. And I was like, well, shouldn't you go say hi and and say, hey, you know, we, I used to babysit your kids. And she's like, he wouldn't remember me. And I said, he wouldn't remember you if you said you used to babysit his kids. And she said, no. And right then, I was like, "Okay, I hate this guy." Not just because of that; it just kind of told me everything about his character. Like, dude, you don't know you. If somebody buddy came up to you who, on a, on a multiple time basis, was babysitting your kids, even though they've grown up a bit, you wouldn't go. And then they said the name, "Hi, you might not remember me." But and they and she was sure he wouldn't know me. Like, what? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh yeah it is appalling um and you guys what you heard from uh from um kim is exactly right that's why kim karen um I'm again i and i just texted the group we just saw karen in here uh karen knows that i texted the group on twitter of mike karen and kim to say hey uh we are when should we do that other piece and kim said let's hold off There was a little more text to it too than that. Like you know, let's let's just wait a minute. It was more like I think it's more like taking it all in, seeing what the fallout is over the next not too long, but hopefully um, next week or two we'll get it scheduled. uh, Is my hope Um, because I know there's a lot of questions, and oddly there's a lot of and that's why I put the article out yesterday on ridesharerodeo.com. Which again, go to news at the top. It'll take you. It'll it'll launch the Uber Lyft driver site on there it's daily postings yesterday's is 10 articles on this and some of them sound different in just the titles there you know there was one that made it sound like you know biden administration rule change and effect dol um but uber lyft drivers not or uber and lyft not concerned they're concerned i don't know why that one or two articles picked that up because you go look at the other eight and they're not it's like bloomberg law and stuff these are not joke publications, you go look at the other ones, they all say different. They all and some of them say hey they're directly targeting the gig economy or the gig app economy. So I, I don't think that's the case. And if what Karen said is true, clearly it's not the case because if they're go if they're gonna use the federal uh rule change to to over uh I was gonna say to Trump as in card playing. <laughs> I don't want to use that term. <laughs> But if they're going to use that, if they're going to you know, try and say, no, your rule doesn't apply, Prop 22 doesn't work anymore, and they're going to say, because you need to reclassify them, that means that now everybody driving in California who thought they had an exemption through Prop 22 would now be under the same issue that you that they were under for AB5. Like Karen, Karen for AB5, Karen... You know, Karen has a. Uh, uh, she's made a business, a, a career. Um, she's built this business. She's decided. You know, she's had all types of jobs through her life, but she's decided this is what I want to do. I want to do my own stuff, and she found a way to do that. California ripped that away from her. If you're, you know, we've talked about this before with AB five, but all the gig apps were supposed to get it ripped away from them too. Well, now, if Karen's what Karen's saying is right, then. Um, if Prop 22 is gone, that's a whole nother story, you guys. Because now you guys all fall under AB5, and they would need to go to what we discussed about years ago. You know, either employee model or franchise. And we know, we know Uber and Lyft, DoorDash, um, Instacart, and Grubhub, the Flex Association. We know all of them together with their lawyers decided we cannot do employee model or franchise model. And they even said, if it comes to this, because they said you had to pay up a, a certain amount, we leave, we close at midnight. If you guys remember, a lot of you people in California might, it was like the 11th hour. We, we had like 15 minutes to midnight before the state folded and said, fine, you can have your vote on Prop 22 because they were going to all be under the classification of AB5. And now from the sounds of things, they are going to be, you know, I I don't know what that means because the companies can't do franchise. They can't, no franchisee would buy a damn franchise. We all know this, right? Please somebody comment in the comments that we know this because nobody's going to, first of all, if they bought a franchise model, however they worked it out in a city, You do know that everybody needs to be hired. You're not, first of all, you're not hired. You wouldn't have a job. You'd have to go in and apply for your job. The flex part would be gone. You don't turn on when you want. You're now applying for a job in a zone, in an area. Um, And you will, an acceptance rate won't matter under franchise because you would have 100% at all times. You wouldn't be allowed to skip orders. Um, In fact, you'd just be dispatched. So. I mean that's just W2. If you want W again, I say it all the time. If you want W2, go get a W2. Don't wreck it for everybody. You know, a lot of us are able to do this stuff. Um and I've compared it to the service industry. Look, you know, I've had many people in the service industry come in and only make it a day or two. And sometimes not even fired, they quit on their own knowing I can't do this. I am not suited for this. Well, that's what happens in the gig economy too. And then people see that other people are earning and they're like, well, why am I not? This is BS and I want to I wanna make sure that I get that much money. Well, it doesn't work that way. A lot of us, especially I can relate it to service industry. There are hustlers and there's not. Hustlers work the hardest shifts. Hustlers get the best pay. Hustlers have the most regulars. If regulars come in the bar and I'm working and there's another bartender, um, and until it's very crowded and we're making just tons of money period. It doesn't matter because when somebody irregular comes in, they're either going to that person or me, whoever they gravitate to, even if they like us both very much. So it's, I mean, it's different. They already wrecked their W-2 chances. That's why they are here wrecking this. Who? The people? Tony, are you saying that people from w2 migrated to gig economy and now um they're saying we can't make it work like these other guys who hustle so you got at least pay us minimum wage again i go back to what we were talking about though like when we were talking to um when we were talking to uh even senator priola i know nobody out there's a big fan except for Derek might have voted for him i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just kidding derek um, <laughs> um but yeah so yeah that's i agree with that too tony 100 percent. that this i do agree with guys is that the ones who are demanding that they be employees of these apps they can't go find another job to save their life unless it's like and i'm not being a jerk unless it's like fast food because they're i've talked to a lot of these people their attitudes suck it's like they're praying for a union and they're like i don't care what happens to any of you guys I want a union. I want to be an employee. Well, I don't. And here's my response. I don't really care what you want. Beat it. This isn't what this is. You know? Don't, you know, don't if, if the only thing you've ever done in your life is uh um you know um sell flowers and you you've never had a drink of alcohol. And you don't like it, and you think alcohol is evil. Don't go get a job as a bartender. But don't go in there and then say, "I don't like how I don't get paid well, and I don't like these people, and I want I want to be a W W-2. Like, don't again, don't, don't drop the grenade in the tank for all of us. You know, and especially that's why I keep telling you guys right here. And no, it's not the biggest one uh, to see, but if I'll put it back up. Um, because you guys it's it's pinned to the top in the chat too please make sure and sign this tonight tonight i mean i'm going to be trying to plug it a lot but please make sure sure and try and sign this tonight because we got to get the names in there i don't know when each state will be closing their doors on things because the states are getting very close to starting to make some legislation so i want to sync up with mike and get our names together for states so if like a state like let's say new jersey new jersey we decided oh we're gonna go we're gonna go push our legislation mid-february we want to have the packet of drivers in new jersey ready put it with mike's list of people have that ready because that is a big number between the two so um yeah that said i mean i don't you know it's it's i don't know it's, it's to me, it's borderline embarrassing um, what they're doing, and the Julie Sue thing is a very, very, very um, raw subject with me because starting the 218th Congress second session without her being—and um, that's what I didn't get to tell you guys. So, not only is she not been confirmed, and when I was reading a, sta- a, st- a statistic that said if if the if the if the, if the party in control. Of the white house and the party in control of the senate are the same which they are um then uh um the last time somebody wasn't confirmed by that party was like 1856. so just to put that into perspective they can't even muster enough, barely, and they usually can always do this muster enough people, even even on their own party, to push her through. She was she was the labor secretary of California when the pandemic hit. Um, she lost the the number varies a bit. Um, when I've had Karen Anderson on, she's said this many times. Like we've said, I think we've said upward of forty two billion dollars. She lost the state, and a lot of people that was money that was stolen out of the um out of the EDD and stuff but she wasn't able to stop it like other states were there were a lot of issues with these systems but not only that there were a lot of people that went unpaid that really needed pandemic support and because it was stolen it it just wasn't there i mean a lot of these people never saw what they were supposed to i just it's it's just sad I mean the whole. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. I tried. I try not to bag on California because look, Karen Anderson is a very good friend of mine, and she lives there. I love talking to Karen. And then I just have a lot of Sergio's out there. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends too. Like just from back in the day, people I went to high school with. That I'm still good friends with people I've known through my life. Production people all who live in California. So I feel for all of them. But I have a lot of friends out there. I just, it's a very I feel like everything that happens in that state is almost just, they say it's all pro-labor, but I feel like it's tremendously anti-labor. Karen, I've, I've asked Karen before, has, did, did AB5 create any, any jobs? No. There's some people who say it created a dozen here or there, and that's no joke, a dozen here or there. And even those we haven't like really checked because it was such a low number. It was like, well, I'm, why even bother checking that? They killed off two million careers. They w- they didn't even create a thousand jobs. I don't know. I don't know. The American dream is is to have your own business. Um, in one fail swoop, Biden killed that yesterday, and at least he will continue to push and fight for that too because. Yes, he is a union man, Um, but let's be honest, guys. These kind of just dramatic changes shouldn't happen. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say something here. I honestly, I know he's been a union guy his whole life, but this is so far sideways that if anything of this gets enforced, different people say different numbers. But we know for a fact, for a fact that it was like 58, 59 uh, million uh, people in the workforce were traditional IC, self-employed freelancers, gig app uh, workers in 2020, in the beginning. We now know that three-year-later data says 65 million plus. That is 40% of the American workforce. So if you kill off 40% of the American workforce, Where are the jobs coming from? I don't. I'm not going to get one anyway, because like I'm going to find. I will find a way. If this state puts it into effect, I mean, Max graduates soon. Hell, if it were to put that kind of rule in effect, I don't want to live in a state that does that. I mean, I love Colorado to death, you know, and I I think we can beat these kind of things, but I don't. I'm you know, if I can't if I can't work how I want. You know, I have different streams of income that come from different places. Under this rule, you can't do that anymore. You know, it's kind of like one W 2 for all. Pick your W 2, now pay a union, and now shut up and like it. And I'm sorry, I am an independent voter and I vote all over the map on the, on the, when it comes to it. And I'm a very informed voter. But I got to tell you, This is bullcrap. This should not be happening. Um, We've talked about, and I mean, if you guys are, if any of you are on Twitter, I got to tell you, um, on Twitter, there's, I can't tell you the amount of people who are going nuts, kind of on both sides. I mean, there's a lot of people even on his side going, What the hell have you done? What are you doing? Even though they knew he was trying to push um, the PRO Act through forever. And then if you remember, I've, I've explained this. He tried to dismantle the PRO Act and shove it through in pieces. Okay, well, now he's now he's just decided, screw the pieces. Let's just shove the PRO Act through and let's have Julie endorse it in the 118th Second Congress. Okay, well, she can't. She's still acting, which is already illegal. She cannot still be acting secretary. She cannot get the confirmation. She cannot still be in that position. Um, but he's let her not only stay in that position, he's let her be, if you go to the DOL's website, which in that article from yesterday on RideshareRodeo.com, then click news, go to yesterday's, and in there, the first one of the links is DOL. Click that one. That's the actual DOL info. It has Julie Sue's name tied to this, and she's acting labor secretary. It, that's against, they've broke the constitution. So explain all that to me, and yet the news still hasn't burnt out on the fact that it is going into place. I'm, a, you know, I'm on Twitter a decent amount for these reasons and for political reasons, and I saw some things. You know, Kim's been posting like a, um, like a mad woman. Um, so if you guys are on Twitter, make sure that if you saw that name of Karen Anderson, that's her handle on, um, on Twitter too. She's always got good stuff. You can also find Karen. Um, her group is uh, um, on Facebook. Do I have that link here? I'll put it into the show notes. If you guys are on Facebook, um, she runs a group that you're, anybody can join. You just got to follow the rules and be nice. You can't be a, a, just a jerk in there. Um, and then Kim Cavan, uh, you can find her at the Kim Cavan on Twitter uh mike haruby you can find at at mike haruby i think on twitter gosh i might be wrong but if you type in mike haruby you'll see him um those are three people if you're on twitter i would follow and then kim's website is um because there's always good information on here too so so I hope i got that right i need to click it and see now oh, i can't oh yeah okay <clears throat> please open yeah okay so yeah that's kim's website kim Cavin's website right here you guys get on all these get on driverrights.org um even oscar just um i just signed the letter and sent my representatives so I mean, be honest, even ask us so that everybody knows how long did it take you? And again, the link you guys, driverrights.org, is pinned to the top. But just curious, how long did that take you? (laughs) A minute. I'm going to guess two, but yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, guys. Two minutes tops. You can get to this website. You can fill it out. You're done. And you've now done your duty to stay an independent contractor. I would say we've made it extremely easy for you. Um, and again, it can be tweaked out too. If you have something you want to add or anything like that, or, you know, it'll also give you the, you'll have the, now the email address of your representative. So if you Think of something else you want to send. Don't worry about bombarding them. Don't do it like in an auto send fashion where it's just to bombard them. But if like you send three emails to like you send this one and then you decide to send two more in the next 24 hours, go ahead and make sure you put this is my second email in 24. Write that in the subject. Trust me, these guys, the congressmen are not sitting there all day reading every damn email, but their their team is. There are people who are reading these that are being, that you, that like even Asuka just submitted, there, that will be counted. It's now counted already, but when we submit it as a packet, it will be a whole package. Here's your Illinois drivers who want to stay independent contractors. And if you guys are not familiar, even Asuka's uh, market is really, like really, really in bad shape right now. A with Chicago is one of the worst cities. It's now taken over New York for um, illegals. Uh, I know they're not doing the uh, driver the rideshare ticket paybacks anymore, um, but they're doing taxis and stuff like that, but not rideshare. So there's a lot of stuff that's weird going on with that. Um, I can't believe it's been an hour and I didn't even talk about last mile. but I gotta tell you guys, um I'm glad we did this because this needs to be out there. it needs to be out there right now. Because a lot of people are saying confusing things. I've even, like, I've heard a couple things here and there where I'm like, that's not right. That's wrong. And it, yes, some of it's left to interpretation, but some of it is right or wrong. And it's very important that you're taking in the right information right now. So next week, hopefully it will be Karen, Kim, me, Mike. Um, I don't think Karen's still in here or she probably would have responded to some of the things I was saying. But it was nice to see it from Twitter. You can finally see him in here because um, people used to say they commented, I can never see it um but hopefully we'll get that one done next week uh mike karubi and i are on 20 the 22nd that will be a live q a um and then the um a couple other things coming up on this type of stuff and something on this as well um now tomorrow tomorrow uh the gig app podcast by para is back and we have um bryant greening from legal rideshare timing's perfect uh we've moved a couple people around because david and i need to get back to some of the core but we still have gridwise we still have ceo we still have curry ceo and we still have legal rideshare and then we're going to do one a month Um, that's on the para gig smarter channel or you can find it here Uh, but after the live is over it turns to members only on this channel and then you would have to watch it on para channel so para gig smarter i always once i turn this to members only i always do a community post so you can watch it over there but on the member stuff here too there's over 80 videos now guys so there's a lot in there and there's a lot more coming because there's some videos with some of this political stuff i don't want to have my channel be like well wait a minute is it just political now but there's gonna be some things i do in there members only um, that will be um, with other people, uh, that some of whom I've named and whatnot. So um, there's lots of stuff coming up, um, and then that's 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific tomorrow um, on Para in here, and then tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, we are back with the roundtable and we will be dissecting this topic again in a different way, though. Um, we will be getting into some more stuff too. But and then next week I'm gonna be starting to talk about the state by state legislations um on the podcast, uh, and then you know, round table. We'll still discuss other roundtable things and gig apps. Last mile next week. What what I already gave it the title. Um, this show next week. The title is uh Curry Driver App Winner 2024. I'm gonna be doing a couple comparisons, but I'm also gonna show you guys how many orders I've been seeing on Curry. Because it's more than I've seen. It's not as many as summer, but it's more than I've seen any other winter so far. So um, I've had quite a lot going on in my life, so I haven't been able to optimize as many of them as I normally would in the summer and whatnot. But it's not because of weather. Uh, in fact, I thrive on the snow. I'm I love to go up snowboarding. You guys all know this. Um, but now I'm kind of back onto it. But I was still at least watching them. They were still coming through. But now I'm back on. Um, and uh, and There's way more than I've ever seen, but we're going to have a good talk about last mile apps, um, mainly courier ones next week, even though I've said we can talk about anything here. Um, And uh, and I want to see this. So this, okay. So this is about the signing this. (laughs) Uh, You guys, it took me less than five minutes between getting online and signing the letter, unless you want to add more stuff. yeah yeah, that's right. I mean, it really is less than five minutes. So, I mean, if you, and it's pinned to the top still. So, um, let me see what else did I have for you guys? Uh, Hmm. There was one other, I thought I loaded it in here. I'm just going to look real quick, you guys, Um, because there was one other video, two minutes. Okay. Here it is. Um, now, this, this is just two minutes. Um, it's another Kim video, and it's her being asked a question by Virginia Fox. You guys have not seen this before. I know you've seen one other video from this, um, and then the one I played at the beginning that's the full piece. But here is her response to a question. It's, it's very important that you guys hear this this answer, and then I'll come back, and we will... Uh, Miss Gavin,
1: you've spent the last few years volunteering your time to advocate advocate against restrictive worker classification tests at the state and federal levels. During this time, what's been your experience interacting with federal and state lawmakers and regulators who are seeking to implement policies that would destroy your career? I have had lawmakers laugh in my face. They have ignored us by the dozens in public hearings. They have refused to give us a seat at the table when they are writing regulations about (laughs) us. Perhaps most egregiously, we have been told that if we want to see any changes in the language of the legislation that we're questioning and challenging, that we can't even discuss it with our elected officials. We have to discuss it with the AFL-CIO. I have numerous examples in my written testimony of things that we have endured these past few years. I'll share one brief story with you here now. We did a phone call with the top aide on the PRO Act to U.S. Senator Patty Murray. Uh, It was the four co-leaders of Fight for Freelancers, all of us women. One of them is a working mom named Karen Warren from Georgia. And Karen explained to this aide that In the previous year, as a freelance writer, she'd had about 30 different clients. And she was able to manage her couple of kids, the carpools, the Girl Scout cookies, all the things that she does, because she was her own boss, and she could work with those people as she pleased. Karen then explained to this aide that the best-case scenario, forget about her her income being wiped out, but the best-case scenario, if this ABC test goes nationwide, is she now has 30 part-time bosses. And she asked this aide, how is a human being supposed to do anything with 30 part-time bosses? How could you schedule so much as a bathroom break, let alone function? And this aide said to us, I have no problem with that outcome. Well, thank you very much.
0: Wow. First of all, am I the only one who thinks the aide should be... Taken out back with a burlap sack. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) How? I mean, I can't even imagine having the gall to say that in somebody's face. We're okay with that outcome. We understand your acceptable collateral damage. Who cares? We need to stop electing these people. Um, just like the website, I will make sure that on top of all the legislation, i you know, you guys vote however you want. Obviously, um, all I would ask is don't vote straight down a ticket. Always vote, you know, look into some of the other seats too, and look into what you do for work, you know, because you might not like, look, look at, you might not like either politician running. Let's put it just in a two person situation but you're trying to stick with a party more than than not. But you might find out that other party is the one that's going to save your ass when it comes to work. And really the differences between them on what they would do for you otherwise is so minor. At that point, don't you want that person who's going to protect your work, no matter which side, as long as they're not too corrupt or dirty? But if they are that kind of corrupt dirty, they're not going to even make it to challenge the other contender. But my point is is sometimes this is why I'm an independent voter. Sometimes you got to jump ship. You know, I thought for a long time I might lean one way. Now I lean another way and I am all over the map though because I believe in some candidates way more than others. And I do believe that the political system is not beyond fixing, but it's a, it's it's a full hands-on-deck project. It will require all 65-plus million independent contractors in the country to fix the political system. Um, So, with that said, um, wow, I want to slap him. (laughs) Um, Enjoy your struggle session. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, Kim saying, I mean, that one ex- I know it's just one example, but yeah, how how do you how do you report to 30 bosses when they're really just clients? And is that even possible in this in what in the 330 page DOL rule um rule the the new rule change is 330 pages? You know what I saw somebody wrote today on Twitter? This thing's longer than the first Harry Potter novel. A rule change. You know why? Because they don't want anybody to read it. Dem's the facts, people. Kim will tell you when she comes on. um, Kim Gavin. And if again, if you're on Twitter, go see the Kim at the Kim Gavin, because she's dumping this stuff like throughout the day, all day, every day, right now. Like she probably put out 40 tweets today. So go check them out. I mean, she's dumping everything and it's all real. It's all very open and it's no BS. So you want to go see no BS, go read what Kim's putting out there. Um, That said, you guys, I know we didn't get to last mile, but next week, Curry, other ones in the winter. I'm very surprised at the performance of Curry. Um, I know everybody's still struggling on the other apps. So, You know, one piece of advice I was going to try and get to today. This is, I guess, the only piece I'll be getting to is uh, onboard everything that's in your market, guys. Just do it, you know, Um, onboard everything. And then, um, you know, do one on everything. If you hate the one that much and you'll never do it again, then delete it. And if you're sure you'd never do it again, then call the app and make sure that they have deleted your data as well, though. And record that call whether you're a two or one phone state record call uh, situation for legal reasons. At least record the call where you tell them you want your data deleted and save that call and the date. That is that goes with any company, by the way, guys. You, if you decided you no longer wanted Amazon Prime, great example, but everybody probably was going to keep it. But if you decided I don't want this anymore, you need. To make sure that before you just cancel your account, that you call Amazon and tell them that you want all of your information deleted from all of the servers. And they can send you proof of that through Argyle and other um, other, other tools that they can send proof that you were. But otherwise, if you just close it, it is not deleted. And it still can be sol- sold as third-party info. So... I'm starting to look into that. That's why I'm very into this right now. Now, again, if you are like, oh, I got a W2. I'm done with DoorDash. I wouldn't say deactivate from a DoorDash or something that you've been really using and liking. What if it comes around a little bit more? What if you were laid off from this new job you like? And even though you hate it, you need to go do it for a couple of weeks. So with a lot of apps, no. But if you try something, you're like, I would never do that again. Then just delete it, but tell them that you're closing the account and you want all your data deleted. And could they please email you back to confirm? That goes for any app. <clears throat> um, now, um, onboard everything though, guys. And let's next, you know what? Next week, why don't you guys bring what you onboarded to? I'll bring all the apps I know. I mean, on a, to a certain degree, because there's some that are so regional. We'll just have to get to those on times I'm talking about a certain state or something. But I'll bring you all the mainstream or kind of off-brand mainstream ones I know, which is a lot. And even some websites. And even if we don't get, dive into them next week, we'll see which ones everybody's kind of interested in, and um, and then I'll schedule episodes around those because I'm familiar with quite a few of them. Some of them I haven't really jumped into yet. The next one that I am jump that I'm really trying to get something on is Metrobi. It's been tough. Um, I know Derek, Tony, and I all got on Fetch. I told you guys about Fetch last week. We're all here in Denver. We all got on Fetch. I know Derek has been able to do a block. I haven't yet because it's contradicted with my Curry and other stuff I'm doing. Um, I'm not sure if Tony has, but I don't think he has yet, but Derek did. Um, and I've seen blocks from 59 to 93 for three-hour blocks. You just got to pick them on the right day. Um, uh, Tony says, yeah, Derek has been crushing it on fetch. So maybe even more than um, the one I'm guessing then, because wouldn't be crushing if it was one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, Derek... I think Derek even, guys, this is how cool it was. So I was talking about Fetch last week. Derek was onboarded or during the live, he filled out the app or whatever. Yep, you know, he went through all the process. That same night, he was onboarded to Fetch. So I, I again, Fetch is only in your market if it's in your market. It's not in tons yet, but check if it's in your market because they'll onboard you quick, real quick. And I know all the markets it's in, it is getting a lot of these deliveries. So I'm going to be making the time to do one. I'm just waiting for another one of those 93s. I got to keep it there and it's got to be those. uh... Yeah, so I kind of figured that because so. Yeah, I guess since we're hitting on this, we might as well. Let's follow up with it. So I showed you guys the fetch blocks last week. And so like if it said, you know, 2 to 5 p.m. on... Tuesday, um, $93. Since we really didn't have a lot of feedback about fetch, we didn't, I mean, we figured, we figured if it, you got, cause of courier route, you know, and I've done, um, courier route routes for curry, um, or courier routes for other companies, you're paid f- that amount to just get the job done, even if you get it done quick. So if it said three hours, Derek got it done in like two and therefore, the he was making I can't remember. He told me he was making an hour, it was like forty bucks an hour or something. But it wouldn't. It didn't look that way at first. It looked like twenty eight or thirty by the pay and by the hour block they gave him. But it's just get it done. And it took him a couple hours. And so um, one of the things that that I'm pretty that I've I've seen anywhere I've looked is that fetch never goes over either. Like curry, if you're doing route runner. Um, you do have a overage fee in case you go over cause you do have to finish the delivery with fetch. I think they don't give, they, they don't give you enough where it could take you longer. Um, it, it's definitely going to always take you less. So I don't know guys, um, check into fetch still, uh, Derek had good luck with it. I've seen orders I would take, let me put it that way. They just have come when I'm up on the mountain over the weekend. And yes, they come in on the weekends too. Um, or they've come in and I'm doing a curry or something and I just, I can't break free. Um, you know, or I'm doing whatever. So it's, they've just come at bad times, but I'm going to grab one. It's not like, again, it's not like I've only seen a couple. I've seen a lot. So, um, you guys, thanks for joining. Um, we will, uh, see back here next week on the last mile. I'm a man, i away, a way,